0: Hey, everybody, this is Patrick Cacciatore with No Struggle, No Story. Thank you so much for joining me for Episode 3 today. Last week, we spoke with uh, two-time NCAA tennis champion and WTA fifty-one player, Danielle Collins, about the early struggles she faced in her collegiate career and how she used these struggles and adversities to kind of learn and grow, not only as an athlete, but a person as well. And I'm super excited this week to be bringing on AVCA Honorable Mention All-American, VolleyballMag.com National Freshman of the Year, and Big Ten Freshman of the Year, Maddie Kubik, who I'm lucky to call a good friend of mine. So thank you so much for coming on, Maddie.
1: Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. So excited to be here.
0: Of course. Uh, and so on today's podcast, Maddie and I are going to talk a lot about her early commitment to Nebraska and uh, the expectations and anxiety uh, that was brought on by coming into a five-time national champion powerhouse program who's arguably one of the most historic uh, volleyball programs in collegiate history and kind of how you were able to deal with this anxiety and this uh, these issues and stuff because I think expectations and anxiety are something that everybody in the world feels on a daily basis and something that, you know, regardless of the scale of it, everyone is able to kind of relate to. And I think it's really important to hear your story about how you were able to cope with it and what you were able to do to kind of, I guess, uh, learn about yourself, like along the way and what you do. So, I mean, Maddie, uh, the floor is yours.
1: (laughs) Thanks. Um, So, I think the biggest thing for me that played a role in this buildup of anxiety once I got to college was the fact that I committed when I was a sophomore in high school. So fall, my sophomore year, I committed to Nebraska to play volleyball. Uh And um, everything after that was a lead up to college. So what do you, how are you feeling your body? How are you training? How are you sleeping? How is this going to prepare you for the next level? And I think once I finally got here, I spent two and a half years working up to what Nebraska, what college was supposed to be, what it, what I was supposed to be or who I was supposed to be in that program. And so um, I think I definitely struggled at the beginning with just understanding that I'm a Fecky. I'm not, I'm not anyone else. I'm Maddie Kubik and that's going to be okay. And I can like work through those things. So at the beginning, it, I did, I worked through a lot of different things um, with my anxiety of what it like to have those expectations from the coaching staff. And they're really great about, being open with me and saying, Maddie, we don't we don't need you to be anything but Maddie. Absolutely at the end of the day. And that's good enough for us. And I think building really good relationships with my teammates is what I really leaned on in those tough moments because I could look at them and they say, Maddie, I got your back.
0: Absolutely. And
1: that's and that's what I think a lot of people don't recognize is um, when your team isn't close, it's really hard to be really great. And I think those relationships are so, so important. And I found that really early that that's something that I really needed in my life.
0: Yeah 100% so you talk about like relationships and you know relating to a lot of people like so do you feel like having this really good support system is something that really fueled making you comfortable and allowing you to kind of perform at your best?
1: Yeah I definitely think it's hard to come into like you said a five-time national championship team and. They have their selves established and what it looks like for them to be on this team, and for new people to come in, you have to build relationships with the upperclassmen and the people that are on the floor, because you just feel another level of, you're my friend, but and we're teammates, and you're my friend, and at the end of the day, this is a volleyball game, and this isn't going to affect who I am at my core.
0: Absolutely. I think that's a really great point, and that kind of also goes in a little bit, too. So, like, when you're dealing with this anxiety and stuff, you know, I feel like when I've dealt with anxiety in the past, the biggest thing for me has been realizing that uh, it's not really about what you do, it's about who you are, and would you say that's something that you guys really focus on and that you were able to really, like, hold on to uh, when you were going through like, this whole experience? Um,
1: I guess I think I am still working through this, and... Yeah. Um, growing in this, but defining my self-worth not in Maddie as a volleyball player, but just Maddie as a person. And Absolutely. I think a lot of athletes that play at a really high level define, "Oh, I had a good day, I'm a good person, or oh, I had a bad practice, bad, bad person." So I think just being able to recognize when you're doing that, like being self-aware of those thoughts in your head that just because I had a bad pass or I made a bad play doesn't mean that that reflects who I am as a person.
0: Exactly. I think, yeah, it's really important because I think some days, I mean, some things you can't control. You know, you can't control having a bad game. You can't control maybe not playing volleyball as well some days, but I guess you can kind of control the person you are, how selfless you are, uh, the positivity you bring and the energy. And at the end of the day, that's a huge thing, I think is, you know, learning about who you are more than you know, just the volleyball player you are? Because I think, uh, would you say maybe volleyball, like a lot of the times, like as athletes, you can get this idea that you are a volleyball player, right? Like that's your identity. Um, You know, like I realize uh, that a lot of athletes can have that feeling, but Mm -hmm. would you say that you kind of learned that you aren't a volleyball player, volleyball is just part of you and part of making you who you are?
1: Yeah, for sure. I think especially in college when your sport, your single sport becomes kind of your life and everything you do revolves around that a little bit. It's kind of hard to recognize that this is something that I do and this is not who I am. And um, I feel like for a lot of college athletes, they need to be told that right away because it's very very easy to quickly tumble into that spiral of having issues with self-worth because things aren't going exactly how you are, how you think it's supposed to go every freshman has a learning curve of playing at the college level playing at the speed playing with new teammates yeah. and everyone goes through that and so just learning to be patient with yourself I think is really yeah. huge
0: yeah and I think that's a really interesting one too because you know for anybody in life I think going into a new experience is really really scary uh, to be honest I think it can there's a lot of unknowns you've never done it before it's just a lot of new factors and stuff and so maybe if that's not going as well, a lot of people tend to build anxiety because just because this isn't going well in their life, maybe everything else starts to tumble as well. Like you talked about, like almost like a little bit of like a, a like a, a snowball snowball effect. Mm-hmm. Right. And so what did you do in other, so maybe you had a bad game. and You said you struggled early on in your freshman year. What other aspects of your life do you think helped you kind of relieve that anxiety and, Helps you kind of continue to uh, you know realize that it's just the start.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I think I did it in two different ways. Um, one on the court and one off the court. Um, off the court, w- at the beginning of the season, I would come home from practice and watch the entire practice film. Yeah. And just and sit and just beat myself up over the practice. Whether like in their eyes it was good, I thought it was bad, and just For and sure. so that was really. Um, Uh, like it just made my self-confidence so low because I would just start the next day and think that I did awful you know what I mean and um, I think one of the biggest thing is after I met with Brett our team psychologist she was like you have to stop this you gotta stop Um, and that helped a lot with those confidence issues and just being able to come home at the end of the day and say I left the gym I'm gonna leave it at the gym absolutely um, And then I think during games and during practice, I had to really practice um, breathing because when you start getting anxious, um, your fight or flight response kind of reacts. And that's when you can't think straight and you kind of get a tunnel vision. And so when you can slow your heart rate down, then you can think more clearly and perform better. So I think
0: breathing was so huge for me. Yeah, I think that's a really cool point because I think there's almost two different mindsets when you're on the court and off the court, right? I think on the court, it's super high pressure. And, you know, for any people, any person that's listening, that's even not an athlete, you know, being in, in the business setting, you walk into the building or you walk into, you know, whatever it may be that your job is. And it's immediately, it almost feels like it's your life on the line a little bit at times because this is your, what you do, right? And then you come off the court and it's a little bit of a different story. Like, it's how you're managing, like, your happiness and stuff like that. And you feel like when you're having these anxieties and these tough times on court that, like, the people you're around and how much you're enjoying your life maybe helped you turn them around at times?
1: Yeah, I think um, one thing I really started to focus on in games and in practice was when I felt like I was getting in my head, just start focusing on everyone else around you. Um, complimenting someone on a great pass and sit and covering them so hard or working so hard for that person because I think when you make it more about everyone else then you kind of get yourself out of your head
0: I agree I think that is a good point for everyone I think being for instance even if you're outside the court and you're talking to a family member and you're helping them through their day. I think that can be a big help for yourself because if you feel like you're able to help others and you're able to be kind of a selfless person, I think maybe that can really benefit you and you start to feel, you start to build confidence from that, I think. Right. So, I mean, so say your, your teammate has a great game and you feel like you were setting her really well, or you were at least encouraging her the right way. And then, maybe do you think that helps like your positive attitude and then you start to feel the ball better you start to kind of like feel less anxious and more comfortable because you know that it's not just about you it's about other people.
1: I I completely agree I think especially like you play doubles and singles I think you kind of get the team and the um, individual Um, but I feel like especially with the team when you focus on other people it's so much easier to um, get yourself out of your head and feel positive about the good things that they're doing. And it's like, you can support them and be excited for them and start to feel better about the things that you're doing too.
0: Exactly. Right. That's a really, really great point. And then so like moving uh, like a little bit past like the stuff about the support group and stuff. I mean, maybe talking about so now that you feel like you've gone through this and stuff. So that you've gone through this anxiety, you've gone through your freshman year, right? Which a lot of jitters, you guys had a great season, made the elite eight, obviously not what you guys wanted to do, but still, you know, a great season by a lot of standards. How do you think if you could change anything or how you dealt with it moving forward? Uh, if say, cause obviously I think anxieties are something that are ongoing and throughout your life, you know, it's not, it becomes from different situations So say you have anxiety about, you know, how how deep you guys go this year or something like that. How would you expect yourself or at least let others feel that you would um, kind of go through it and deal with it this time around?
1: Yeah, um, I think if I could change something about how I was my freshman year, I think I would change how patient I was with myself because I was had a really short fuse and didn't really like let myself learn a lot and kind of was just beating myself down so I think I'd be more patient yeah. and I think going forward I'm trying to just take every day one at a time and just Absolutely. be the best today and I, like I just believe so deeply that you can't control everything that's going on in the future and there's so many things you can't control so if you just give your 100% today then that that that's great.
0: I agree. I think that's, at the end of the day, that's how you kind of define self-worth and happiness is that every day, if you come back and you've given it absolutely everything you got every day, I mean, no matter what happened, I think that that is uh, the most important thing because you can't really ask more of yourself, I would say, uh, you know, in terms. So, and then, yeah, going forward, you know, so you've been through this and there's a big saying that talks about golf balls, right? And so like back in the day, like they use smooth golf balls, uh, and yeah. they wouldn't roll as far. Right. And then one day there were like the bumps in the golf balls and is a rougher, rougher golf ball. And they found that like these travel farther. And so it's talking about kind of like the rough side of the mountain, uh, and how that really makes you travel farther and go farther in life. So would you say that now that you've been through these anxieties and these struggles that you're a stronger person? I
1: I definitely think I have so many more tools to help myself. And I think maybe I was a little bit blind before to a lot of the things that would happen in my head and didn't have ways to fix those issues. So I think like I just learned so much about myself and about why I do the things I do that first year. And I just feel so much more confident in who I am because I figured out that I'm not just a volleyball player. I'm a person and I have all these traits that I can offer that aren't just a sport. And I think that was just so big for me and being able to separate those two. And obviously, I'm still growing on that. That is not a finished journey. But um, I just think that was so big for me. And I just think moving forward, that's going to be something that I really continue to carry and work on the rest of my life.
0: Yeah. And I think that's what we're trying, at least what we're trying to get viewers to understand, right. Is that, so you have like this tough time and it's looked at as so scary and so tough. Right. But at the end of the day, like you, uh, I guess you could say that you're a much stronger and more um, I guess, mature person on the other side of it. And that struggles are end up really being a good thing. So, I mean, do you, so you would say that these adversities and these struggles were, definitely something that you're glad you experienced
1: I think I wasn't as I came in I wasn't ready to embrace really hard embrace the really big struggles and like after being through them and seeing myself at the end of it I it like makes me excited to go through stuff I guess because I recognize at the end of that tunnel you're just even stronger and even better than
0: you were before exactly and that's an amazing way I guess that's a very optimistic uh, mindset that I think a lot of people could learn from because I mean, it's very easy to look, look back up and be like, man, here's like another tough time coming. Like I'm scared, I'm afraid. But I think if you look at it the way you're talking, I'd say, and like that it's an opportunity to grow and an opportunity for you to kind of succeed again and build again. And that's kind of how I would say a lot of, championship mindset books talk about champions are made and I think that's really cool to hear so I mean I would say so do you think when you talk about these things that you're learning from and the things that you're excited to move forward and struggle against would you say you're even excited for them even if it's something that you may say is like a weakness of yours right you know like something that you really struggle with you would say they're even excited because that's a a chance for you to I guess build right (laughs)
1: know if excited I think like I'm trying to embrace it as hard as I can and like take it as I'm gonna really try and grow through this and may it might be tough and it's like sandpaper on my skin or what however it feels but I'm gonna really try and embrace this because I know I'm gonna be stronger and I just think that's such a hard mindset to have but if you can like keep telling yourself that that I'm gonna be better I'm gonna be stronger that you can kind of push through it
0: yeah. I think mean, that's a really cool point because it's never gonna, you're never going to enjoy it. Right. That's not going to be something. Yeah. That's, you don't enjoy
1: having an anxiety attack. That doesn't, that's not yeah, a fun no, experience.
0: It's Not, not <laughs> something you love, but at the end of the day, it's something that I think everybody feels right mm-hmm. at some point in their life. And it's, uh, I guess it's okay to not always feel okay for a lot of reasons, I think is a really important thing for people to embrace mm-hmm. as well. So I think you know, kind of moving in on like a closing statement, um so for like all the viewers and the people that are listening, if you could give them one piece of advice for facing uh, a struggle or adversity in their life, uh, what would you tell them?
1: Um I think I would tell them be patient with yourself and listen to the mind the voice in your head, and be really positive with yourself and patient because. Look, you're not going to be able to work through that and be really strong at the end if you're negative with yourself all the time. So that just boosts your confidence and just be patient with yourself.
0: I like that. I like that a lot. Belief in yourself. Uh, can't no one else can believe in you until you do. So I think that's a really, really great point. But thank you so much for coming on today, Maddie. It was awesome to have you. And uh, you know, I'm super blessed to be able to you know follow your story and be able to be around you all the time so thank you so much again
1: thank you so much for having me on it was great
0: awesome all righty uh i will talk to you soon and no struggle no story will be episode three will be coming up soon see you mate
1: see ya